everyone. Thanks for joining us on the GYST podcast, where we discuss topics to help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another edition of your favorite podcast, the GYST podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Together. How you doing, fellas? Not too bad, my man. Not too bad at all. How about yourself? How you holding Yeah. Up? You know, doing well, doing well. Uh, we continue to record remotely, which uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's fun in its own ways, but can't wait to get back into the studio with, with you fellas too. I mean, it it feels like when we record remotely, we get the job done, but you don't necessarily get to celebrate the camaraderie that we've come to associate this podcast with, with each other. I couldn't agree with you more, my man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the double truth, Ru. Yeah. Oof. Well, uh, with you, audience, uh, I am Rod Rahila. Glenn Rocks here. And Kyle Reed. All right. So to start this off, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to toss the microphone over to Lakewood, Washington, and let my brother Kyle Reed take this over. What? All right. Microphone's coming on airmail. <laughs> so today, today's podcast topic is uh, a product of something I heard from Neil deGrasse Tyson, DeGrasse Tyson, DeGrasse Tyson, however you pronounce the man's name. DeGrasse. DeGrasse? Perfect. DeGrasse Tyson. Uh, and, and this is the concept that he believes in the three categories of truth. And I found this to be super fascinating. Uh, so I ran it by the fellas and, and decided it would be a good podcast topic for this, for this uh, recording. Those three categories of truth are personal, personal truths, political truths, and objective truths. And the unique thing about the objective truth is it is true no matter what you think of it. It is backed by scientific evidence, and it can be independently verified. Uh, an example he gave of a, of a personal truth is... An individual's faith, religious faith, um, that maybe Jesus is their personal Lord and Savior. And the difference between that and an objective truth is now if you find someone who has a personal truth that they say that Muhammad is the last prophet and there are no prophets that will come after him, those two individuals are going to have a hard time finding common ground on their, their faiths and their personal truths. So I, I really just like the concept of that and that idea, and I kind of wanted to bring that to the table and open it up for discussion, fellas, and, and uh, let's see where this one goes. All right. What are your thoughts, Glenn? <laughs> I could have a whole argument all day about truth. <laughs> That's what it's about, baby. The way I look at it, truth is is fact. You know, it's it's not subjective. It It is objective at all times but when you throw those modifiers on it it becomes subjective so a modifier like personal or political it becomes subjective so it's no longer the truth it is a belief okay so you subscribe to the fact that there is one ultimate truth I subscribe to whether it, it is either truth or a perversion of the truth or a belief system 
rather than the truth. Okay. I like it. I like it. And, I, and I think maybe that's kind of the whole point of uh, categorizing, which I, I kind of like, is because I think that really points to the power of beliefs. You know, what we have discussed in the past is whatever you believe to be true is true. And this kind of states that that is your personal truth because no one can tell you otherwise, right? You know, Glenn, you and I can say, hey, well, that's inaccurate. It's not the truth. It's false. It's a false statement. But if that person believes it to be true, it's their personal truth, and there's no arguing. There's no debating. There's no convincing. Whether that truth is backed by bias or scientific evidence, it doesn't matter to them. I completely agree. It's, what's One interesting thing that this kind of points out is – of the three that you mentioned, I believe the first two, the personal and political, can be you know open to interpretation. But the last one is strictly by you know what what you can prove, either a yes or a no. But what's what's interesting is so many people I feel don't understand the difference between all three of them. They think their way of doing things, their way of believing things is the actual fact. And so many times I'll hear people say, you know, they'll say things that they believe in that you know fundamentally they don't believe in it. They'll they'll say it because it sounds good, but they don't necessarily practice it. For example, open-mindedness. You know, everyone says, "Okay, I'm open-minded." But as soon as you start challenging any of their beliefs, they're going to hold on to those beliefs no matter what. They're going to do everything they can to convince you, no, this is how it is. This is fact. Perfect example is when you ask anyone how they're doing at work and they say, I'm just really busy. No, you know, that's that's become the default answer as opposed to, oh, you know, I've got some spare time or, you know, things are coming along well, whatever. Everyone will say that they're busy. How can that be that everybody is so busy yet we're so unproductive? A perfect example, personal example, is right now we are all, you know, in, in quarantine, at least at the time of this recording. And... There's so many things that people want to do, but they always say, I don't have enough time. Well, right now we've got nothing but time. And this to me is going to be a major turning point in life where you see the the gap between successful and average people really become clear. There's so many people that I follow on Instagram, for example, personal friends or, you know, famous people or whatever that I'm following and then successful people that I'm following. And it's so interesting because you can tell right away the things that they're posting every day and even their stories. One is centered around learning and taking advantage of this time and growth. And the other is centered around Netflix binging. (laughs) 
you know, I, I, I think you're really going to start seeing a clear separation between the two of people who are definitely taking advantage of this time and people who are just distracting themselves. 100%. I mean, I, Kyle, Glenn, like to think we are never going to have at least, you know, thinking we are never going to have a moment like this where we can't go out. We can't do all these things. So if we don't take advantage of this right now, what are we going to do in the future when, when we're back to our, you know, quote, normal lives and we're sitting around with the same old excuse of, I just don't have time. I think right now we are given more time to create even more programs or personal beliefs or truths, if you will, um, that are going to affect the way that we do things in the future for better or worse. Right. I mean, if we allow ourselves, like you said, to binge Netflix, we're creating more, more bad habits and more programs that are going to instill bias into our personal truth in a negative way. Mm. When, when we talk about like personal belief system, right? There's a reason why there are motivational seminars and motivational speeches and documentaries and YouTube videos and all this material out there and books and audio books and, and everything is because it instills a certain belief in you and alters your personal truth in a certain direction. Now, if that's the kind of media that you're taking in during this downtime that we, a lot of us have, then what trajectory is that going to put you on versus the trajectory of gaming for six hours a day or Netflix binging for 10 hours a day? What trajectory will that put you on? Oh. And how will that alter your personal truths and belief system? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's some pretty powerful stuff there. I, yeah, what, what are ways that you know, calling calling all of us out? What are ways that that you guys are taking advantage of this time? And I truly mean ways you're taking advantage of this time, not necessarily like, oh, I've got some time. Oh, I guess I should read a book. You know, what are you doing proactively? Oh. That's a good one, man. That's a good one. Um, lately, so yeah, I don't know. It's a couple of things. So lately, I've took it upon myself to take more trainings and get more certifications. So I've gotten two. Um, they're not real certifications, but uh, I've updated two Microsoft certifications for different licensing programs and one for Azure. Um, I've gotten them before, but they expire annually. So I took those again. Um, I was looking into the reason why this topic came up today is because I was looking into the e-learning uh, courses from Masterclass. So that's something that I considered. They had a, a BOGO special. So I run that by Emily to try and do, uh, for us to do that together, to learn something new together. Um, yeah, other than other than taking on tasks around the home, I haven't made a large, a, a, like a drastic proactive change. Mm -hmm. Well, for me, um, 
I've been doing a lot of soul searching. You know, my days are pretty packed with hours of work. Um, but I do have time, free time that I, I find myself with. And at first it was like, okay, so what do I do with this time? Do I play video games? Do I watch a movie? I don't really feel like sitting in the house. I'm sitting in the house too much as it is. Um, theaters are out of the question. That's spending money. And right now no theaters are open anyway. So what do I do? Um, at some point I just decided, okay, I'm, I'm going to sit in my office. I'm going to watch some, uh, some educational videos on YouTube. Learn a new skill. Then I said, "Well, you know what? I, I've got some good skills. I've got some good areas where I'm, where I'm uh, passionate. Why not? Why not just expand my skills and uh, it or my abilities and the skills that I already have?" So I've been watching videos on how to edit video. I've been watching videos on how to uh, write books and be more interesting because I am currently in the process of writing books. I, I take a look at my time and I go, okay, well, do I really want to sit in the house and do nothing? And by do nothing, I mean watch videos or or play video games all day. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, it's tough, right? So I think even those things, and that's why it's really hard for me to think of something as well. I don't know that those are proactive. I think those are all reactive. I, I know that I would say that I think mine was as well. I think it started out with, you know, joking, oh, hey, now I can get some projects done or shoot, I can, let's watch this TV show we haven't watched, right? And then it got to a point where it was like, okay, well, I'm getting tired of this. I want to, I want to do something, but I didn't know what to do at all. And I think that's also because I didn't have a detailed plan for my life either. Right. So when we take a look at that, that's something that I think had that been in place, it would have been much easier for me to make a proactive choice. Hey, you know what? X, Y, and Z are things that I've been needing to accomplish. Let's knock those out. Let's schedule these things during this downtime. I hadn't done that. Huh. Yeah. What's, what's interesting. Let me look it up real quick. Um, and I, and I think that thinking is exactly what this topic is about. Um, I, I could apply bias to this question and share with you my personal truth that, yes, I've proactively done this and proactively done that. But the reality is, the objective truth is, I got tired of watching Netflix and I wanted to do something else. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? So I yeah. think that maybe this topic lends you a, a, a new lens, if you will, um, to take a look at really everything in your life and decide whether it's objectively true or if it's a personal truth. What is What is it founded in? If you want to believe that your intentions are what is driving this and not your actual actions, then I would say that that's not an objective truth. Yeah. One of the, one of the things that I've definitely seen a lot more 
of when I talk to people is the self-limiting beliefs. I've been trying my best not to watch any TV or anything like that. And so usually even at lunch right now, you know, working from home where normally I would, you know, maybe watch some TV or eat or something like that. Now I go for a run because I want to make that one of the bullet points that I used to define myself. I'm so proud of you, by the way, for going on runs. I'm sorry. I had to <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I, cause I, I, I'm really thinking about this stuff. Like I don't want to use anything as excuses anymore. And I feel like right now after this quarantine stuff, like all my excuses are out the window. Anything I can say it, it, to justify, to, to give a reason on why I'm not doing something is just an excuse. And I, and I realize that and there's so many people who crave for this time right now, this, this downtime of not having anything to do. And I, and I felt it because I, I did work from home for, for two years and yeah, I would work on my side business and, and I would do other stuff as well, but it became hobbies. I didn't take my business seriously. It was just a hobby. I'll do it when it's fun or other things. I really started thinking about, I think I might've shared this. Um, I started thinking about mortality and not necessarily my death, but what are some of the things that I'm never going to do? For example, I'm taking a look at, and you guys have been in my dining room. I've got those three huge towers full of DVDs. And oh, I forget about those, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, and, and just thinking like, I'm literally never going to watch these movies. I, I, from here until the moment I die, I will never open them up. They're going to be sitting there. And well, then what's going to happen to them? Belief, well, I mean, <laughs> you know, and, and think about all these books that I've got on my shelf. You know, oh, there yeah. are books that have been here for 15 years that I'm have never read well why did i buy him in the first place there must have been something so if i don't take advantage of this time now i'm never going to get this opportunity again and so i want to make the most of it so that's why i've been trying to redefine myself and when i talk to other people and you know i we, you call each other and you're like oh what have you been up to and they're like oh i'm watching this show what are you watching so i know what to stream next and I'm like, I, I'm trying not to watch any TV. I'm trying not to watch any streaming because I, I want to do all these things. And, you know, I tell them, oh, I'm reading a lot more books. And people say, oh, I don't like reading. Okay. I can tell you at night, I meditate more now and I journal more now. People are like, oh, I don't know how to meditate. I don't journal. Well, we, we don't know how to do these things. But you do them because you think about who you're going to be after you start doing this. So, for example, Glenn, right now, you are dedicating time to fine-tuning your skill set and learning this new skill set. And same thing with you, Kyle. Like you're taking these certs. You're not thinking about what it's costing you right now. You're thinking about what you're going to gain from it tomorrow. And I think that's the key differentiator. Because if you went up to anyone right now and said, oh, you know, here's another example. I talked to Gummel today, right? And I was like, you know, have you been? And he's like, oh man, I got this new lawnmower. And he was so excited. And he kept on talking about how much fun he's having with this new lawnmower. And we both kind of laughed. 
Because I was like, Gummel, if you went to the 12 year old you and said, someday you're going to be excited because of a lawnmower, he's like, oh man, I would hate to grow up to be that guy. <laughs> but, but we're doing these things because it's, it's a pain right now, but later on, it's not going to be. And didn't we just do an, an episode on this? The, the re- regrets, pain of regret, um, pain of regret, the, the pain of regret. So we're, you're suffering right now. You're doing things that you don't want to do. Yes. We'd all like to just sit there and binge watch TV, but at the same time, look, we've got this moment where for two, three months, however long, everything is shut down. If you are not taking advantage of it and you're just living your life how you normally did, then that's not going to take you anywhere. And it starts by taking a look at the things that you're saying. Are you falling into the trap of one of these three truths? The things that you say about yourself, the things that you do, the way that you define yourself, is it a personal truth, a political truth? Or are you truly being objective? And we've talked about it on air multiple times. The only way you can truly be objective is by taking an external viewpoint of your life. And I, you know, one of the best ways to find out if that's true is talk to people who know you. Ask them, hey, you've known me for years. Do you think I'm settling? Do you think I'm capable of more? And they're going to, if they really care about you, they're going to tell you the truth. I can, I know for a fact, if I went up to you two right now and I, even on air, if I set up, said to you guys right now, call me, put me on blast. Where am I holding back? Anything that you say is going to be worth thousands of dollars to me. Like I, it, it, it's, it's amazing the feedback that you get when it's open and honest. So unless you're taking an external viewpoint of your life, you're falling into the trap of believing that your truths are your personal truths or your political truths are really objective, but they're not. No, you, you need to remove that bias, right? And if you're just a search for something on your own, you're going it, to, it's confirmation bias, right? You're going to look for what you want to believe, whereas others will give you their, well, it's, it's, it's someone else's personal truth, but I think it gets you in the right direction to find the objective truth. Because it's mm-hmm. their it's their lens of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that could be it could be painful. Yeah, absolutely. But I think it's needed. Yeah, what what's more painful in the in the long run? <laughs> Passing a kidney stone. Well, like Glenn. You, for example, I mean, that's perfect. If if I went up to a, you a year ago and I said, hey, Glenn, why don't you have three jobs? That sounds like fun. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three years ago, I probably would have just said, fuck you. Oh, wow. Well. Wow. Take it <laughs> yeah. I went home and played video games. Yeah, exactly. I would have gone home and played video games then. Well, I don't know about three years ago, because, I don't know, four years ago, yes. Three years ago, no. I was starting to take a deeper look at my life three years ago. Three years ago, you were trying to stream on Twitch or Mixer or whatever. I'm still streaming on Mixer. Yeah, that. (laughs) (laughs) Twitcher, Switcher, Mixer. That's Mixer.com slash Wolfgar01. 
Is that the same username for Grinder as well? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, I thought, sorry. I thought you had my my profile saved. I do, I do. Does it? You tap a heart and you swipe right. <laughs> oh, I still hadn't learned how to use it, so you know what? Thank you for teaching me. No, I, this is this is good, <laughs> right? I, <laughs> when you talk about looking at an external view, so one of the things as well, I remember now when he when he discusses it is, um, one of the problems that most people face when it comes to speaking of truths and objective truth versus personal or political is, we are not taught scientific thought when it comes to science we we learn science almost subjectively because we learn science subjects we don't learn how to apply scientific method or thought to our lives and how to be skeptical of things and how to investigate our investigate things for ourselves to determine and come to an objective truth rather than a personal truth or biased truth. So that seems to be an, another potential problem that we may have to, to determine an objective truth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why is it? What do you think? Man, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there are people who believe in their self-limiting beliefs and their closed-mindedness so tightly. There are also the, people that believe in flat earth. Yeah. Why, what do you think it takes for people to flip the switch? To, to begin um, questioning their beliefs? Yeah. Well, and, and even being open to, to stuff like that in the first place. So even before you get to where you're questioning them to, to, to make a decision that, you know, Hey, maybe I should investigate this a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. For example, you know, even when it comes to this podcast, there are people that we've talked to that will invite them. Hey, you know, would you want to be a guest? And they say, oh, no, I, I don't know how to be on a podcast. And then we tell them it's literally just a conversation. That, that's all we're doing. We're, we just happen to be recording it. And they're like, oh, no, 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 I couldn't do it. But then other people will do it. And they say, wow, that was a lot easier than I thought. Why is it that, that, that we hold on to these beliefs that hold us back in life and we're willing to die for them we're because for example here we go we are getting these checks from the government or something like that you know the the stimulus check or, or whatever there are people who are going to take that and they're going to spend it because they're like oh wow government's giving me free money 1200 bucks wow that there's my tv <laughs> and there are some people who are going to be like wow this truly is a gift what can I do with this to make this the 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 most? Maybe I should invest it. And there's people who are going to be like, I don't know how to invest. Oh, well, let's just buy that TV. But there's those people who say, I don't know how to invest. 
let me learn. Where do you think that that switch comes from? Ooh, I don't in those people, I don't know that it's a switch. I think that it's a native way of thinking because the first thought is not I don't know how to invest. The first thought is I need to learn how to invest. Mm-hmm. Right? They they they've already decided, okay, this money comes in. I need to invest this money. How should I do that? I've never done this before. So that that is an objective truth. If you've never invested money before, you, that can be backed by scientific data. Um, but you, you've already made the decision that you can learn. So your first thought is not, I don't know how. Your first thought is, let's figure out how. Does that make sense? One more time. So I think that the when you're saying the people that are already there that are saying, let me learn how. I don't think there's a switch that needs to be flipped at all. I think that's a, a native mindset that they're already learning new things, right? They may not be where they want to be financially or, or health wise, but they are already open to learn new things and, and they don't have um, a, a native self-limiting belief by nature. So then how, how does one become aware language I think it's all about language you gotta teach yourself how to ask the questions after after the statement I don't know how to do this so then you've gotta teach yourself if I don't know how to do this how do I do it how do I learn okay it's it's a it's a practice you've gotta make it habit for those Mm. that never did it before you've gotta make it a habit And a perfect example of that is episode 63, where we talked about, I want to, but, and it's that, but that people want to hold on to. So the examples that we give in that episode is, um, I I want to go to the gym, but I want to lose weight, but I want to get a new job, but, and it's, I, I think what you said, Glenn is, is fantastic. The way you follow it up is really what dictates the direction your life is going to go in. I want to go to the gym, but I don't know how, so I need to learn or something like that, you know? Okay. Every once in a while, I have a good thought. (laughs) (laughs) Every once in a while. while, My mind's not in the gutter. That's a self-limiting belief, Glenn. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, so yeah, it's so self-realization. It's, so it's all about questioning yourself, right? So being okay with being skeptical of your own beliefs and and digging a little bit deeper in those and in, in whatever that is to find um, whether or not your personal truths are are objective truths. Or political, for that matter. Glenn's favorite topic. <laughs> Not for many weeks, thank you very much. We'll be here all night. <laughs> I have turned off the politics and politics with this current quarantine. I'm tired of it. <laughs> That's all there is, man. 
That's all it is, is, is politics at this point. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be another topic altogether. Politicizing a pandemic. Anyway, well, shoot, gentlemen, I, I mean, I, I think that's that's what we got. I was, you know, I wanted to just kind of throw this topic out there, kick some things around, and, and see where it landed. Um, does anyone else got any any closing thoughts or, or sentiments, Rohit or, or Glenn at all? No, I mean, it's, <laughs> it felt like this podcast was, uh, this episode was kind of all over the place, but you know, it, it's, it's funny because when we were trying to come up with, with the topic, you had presented two topics and I feel like we addressed both of those topics within this topic. We totally did. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, Hey, that's just the way it happens sometimes, right? It's, it's all about just, um, you know, provoking thought within one another um, that I think can promote change and growth. And I think that's the important thing about this podcast. And it's the reason why we keep coming back every week and trying to provide some value for our listeners. So, you know, as we say that, we close with, with the topic today is identifying the three categories of truth, uh, as, as mentioned by Neil deGrasse Tyson, uh, the personal truth, political truth, and the objective truth. So the next time that you believe something to be true, ask yourself, is it an objective truth or is it a personal or political truth? And the way that you can find that out is, is talk to a few people. Don't be offended by their, their, their personal truths or their beliefs. Uh, we're allowed to be free thinkers, right? So have that discussion, open it up with friends, family, individuals that you feel comfortable having that discussion with. And uh, I think you can you can only expand and grow from there. So as we wrap up, thanks again, all of our GYST podcast listeners, for tuning in to another fantastic episode of the GYST podcast. And we will see you again next week for more Get Your Shit Together goodness. Signing off, your co-host Kyle Reed with Glenn, Glenn Rux here. here. <laughs> wow, there's two of me. There's two, you know, evidently. Oh. And Rohit Rohila. Signing off. Tune in next week. Appreciate it, everyone. Thanks, everyone, for listening to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.